0: This. 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 This this is Mythical. Before we get started, we wanna invite you out to our Bleak Creek Conversations. The week that our novel launches, that's the end of October, Um, we got this special event planned and we want you to be there. Yes, we're gonna be talking about the book, answering your
1: questions, and also premiering a very special documentary that we shot back in Buies Creek, uh, the location that inspired Bleak Creek. We're gonna be in Boston on October 27th, New York on October 29th, Chicago on the 30th, Dallas-Fort Worth on Halloween, bring your costumes! Winston-Salem, North Carolina on November 1st as a double show. Uh, and then we're gonna be in the LA area at the Wilshire, uh, the Wilshire Ebell Theater. On November third, Sunday, November third, and that's a very special show because it's a local show. We are bringing out the mythical crew, so you're going to get to see us, but you're also going to get to see your favorite mythical crew members, including none other than Cotton Candy Randy will be roaming the grounds. Oh to- <laughs> my goodness! So that'll be a, like a one of a kind, once in a lifetime sort of event there at the uh, the Bleak Creek Conversation. Tell on your 3rd. L.A. people. Yes. Or
0: if you're looking for an excuse to visit LA, that's a that's a good time to tack on some some mythicality. It, also, whoa, and
1: just work real quick. I want to remind you, you get a book. You get a physic. You will walk out of the Bleak Creek conversations with a physical copy of The Lost Causes of Bleak Creek. It is included in your ticket price. It's quite a deal.
0: And just to round out the year, we've got four more dates. If you want to see us in concert again, totally different show. Albuquerque, New Mexico, Phoenix, Arizona, Sacramento, California, and Valley Center, California, starting on November 20th through the 23rd. RhettandLinkLive.com has all your information. Let's do a biscuit. Welcome
1: to Ear Biscuits, I'm Link. And I'm Rhett. This week at the Round Table of Dim Lighting, we are asking the question, are you sleeping wrong? Does that make you feel good? Shameful and guilty. You're putting it on them. If we're, so, mission accomplished.
0: we put, we're, but we're also putting it on ourselves. Yeah. Well, Are we sleeping wrong. We're going to talk about sleeping uh, right?
1: uh, We're going to talk about our. Yeah, now we talked about sleep tight, sleep right, sleeping on different sides of the bed, which we have a very specific update about that because we have, tried it. We did it. Uh, but we're also gonna move beyond that to talk about sleep positions and we're gonna break out contraptions. I have a contraption, an invention that I bought, didn't invent myself, that I have with me right here. I'm gonna break it out, I'm gonna put it on, I'm gonna tell you how it feels and what I experienced and uh, you've had your own perils in sleep positioning. Oh goodness. So we've got, uh, there's quite a lot to talk about, (laughs) believe it or not.
0: This is gonna be the Kama Sutra of Sleeping episode. Uh do we need to lots of positions. You need to Google that? I'm just saying positions. Oh. Okay. Sleeping positions. Sleep positions. I, the, there's something I want to run by you, something that I've been experiencing, and I just need to talk it out because I don't know what to do about it. Um it involves my shower and it involves my neighbors. Okay? All right. And it involves them at the same time. You're showering with your neighbors again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you know, I am a uh, I am a, a, a. Well, I was going to say schedule oriented. I'm a very routine oriented person. You know, is, is, is the is the word I'm I'm looking for. Um, so here's the thing that I've found: I get in the shower pretty much the same time every morning, and. Of course, when I get in the shower, as I've established in an episode completely dedicated to my shower routine of Good Mythical Morning, I do the exact same thing when I get in the shower Mm -hmm. from start to finish. And I I think I may have mentioned this on that episode, but uh, when we remodeled our bathroom, I insisted, uh, much to the chagrin of my wife and the input we got from people with design opinions, which is all these people Christy are asking, ask to not put a window in my shower. So now you see where this is going, because I was like, when we moved into our house, there was a little window in the shower and you would slide it open, it was opaque. You could not see through it is what that means. So, but I would slide that puppy open and there'd be a little square about the size of my head. Which direction is this face? Facing the front of my house. Okay? Cuz you know the facing sec- the street? This yes, facing the street cuz the second story of my house is just my bedroom. It's like the back of the house has a second story that's nothing but my bedroom, my bathroom, and my walk-in closet. That's all that's up there. I have a I have a whole second level dedicated to my bedroom life. And this bathroom um, window in the shower overlooks the front of the house, but the, since it's so offset, if you're like if you're walking down the street or something, you you would be hard pressed to to notice that there's a window i i think and i i really started to enjoy at a certain point in my shower routine opening that window letting the steam fly out and looking out not at the street not at my yard but i can i can see some like some nature there's some there's some mountains in the distance there and i have like a so it's like having a nice picture of a, of a mountain scene in do, my shower. Do you do this
1: while you've cut the water off and you're lathering? I
0: do it at, I try to do it at multiple times. you open and close it? Well that was my old window. When I remodeled the house, I insisted on having a window and I insisted on getting a bigger window because that was only as big as my face basically. I wanted one that was like, why, I wanted a widescreen view of the mountains and everything else. So I got an and I didn't want it to be opaque. So I got a full visible window. Haven't you seen it? Haven't you been in my bathroom? No, I've not seen this. You should come up there, man. I don't go I, like, as much I don't as like as I,
1: to go up to your second
0: level. I'm like your, like your dog. If you want me up there, you have to carry me. <laughs> 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 That's true. Uh, I do carry Jade up the stairs and down. I'll carry you up there, man. As much as I've talked about my toilet and now my shower it's, it's, routine. I've kind of been turned off <laughs> at this point. I don't wanna know about yeah, it. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, But I have to finish the story now. Okay. So yeah, I've really been enjoying, the, my new window is a crank window that then it it opens this way so it turns flat. But are there? So if it gets fogged up, I can open that pumpy, puppy up are there and curtains it gets flat and I anything? can look above and below it. Are you no, saying? No, no, there's not a curtain in my, sh- hold on like a shower curtain just for the
1: window? You're telling me that you got your wife to agree
0: to have a see-through window in the shower that anyone (laughs) can look through at any time. Not anyone, I mean you have to be in a certain vantage point to look in that window and it turns out that vantage point is uh, if you're seated in your car, if my neighbor is seated in their car in the driveway when they're leaving to go to work. And it just so happens that every time I'm in the shower, lathered up, right when I get full lather and I look out that window, I can see, there's like, I can see my neighbor's driveway, I can see their car, I can see the driver's seat of one of their cars and I can see one of them get in the car and, and put it in reverse and drive off. I think I can also see them see me. But they would be seeing you in the mirror? No, they see me through the window. But okay. they're putting it
1: reverse. Are you saying they're putting their car in reverse and then looking over their back window? Is this across
0: the street from you? No, this is on the same side of the street. So when they pull in forward into their driveway, they're facing uh, me. okay. So when they're backing out, they can see up into your window. I understand. They just look out their front windshield back at their own house and look a little bit to the right at my house on the second story back there and they can see a, a widescreen window with a guy lathered up taking a shower. Well because what I was gonna say is if it was the other
1: situation, objects and mirror are closer than they appear, you'd be fine.
0: No, this is direct eye-to-eye contact. There's this no is, mirror this involved.
1: Is, yeah, this is objects
0: are exactly the same size. Now it's not a full it, which length. Which may
1: be disappointing.
0: <laughs> it's not a full length window. It's a, it's a landscape window. Is it nipples up? And it's, I would say it's shoulder blades up for me, six foot tall man. Okay,
1: so it's
0: so for Christy, it's safe
1: safe for your wife. You're just in so your wife's head.
0: For Christy, it's just like it might be chin up. Is is how like if she's standing against the window, she could rest her chin on the windowsill. Does she do that? Does she open the window when she showers? I don't know. I don't know. I need to ask her that. Do you still open the window now that you can see through it? Yeah, because it gets fogged up, and I want to be able to see the mountains. Have you heard of? Anti fog spray. I mean, I could come over and do that. Yeah, do that. But it also lets the fog out, so I don't have to tax my um, my vent. And I think about things like that. I don't want to run my bathroom vent too much. Your bathroom vent is not for fog; it's for Shit. dookie dookie smells. <laughs> it's it is for fog. Uh it's for it's for steam, man. It it sucks the steam out. As well, I, well, yeah, it also does that. So but, that your the, so that your mirror over your sink doesn't get fogged up. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, it it does it does that as well. But I mean, you're making that much steam. How hot is your shower? You're taking a super hot shower. I guess, yeah.
0: Okay, I would have thought with the stopping and lathering and everything, you wouldn't have been generating that much steam. And then it gets sucked out the window. But my question is, I found myself when <laughs> whenever I've started seeing the my neighbor get in his car, I've like started shimmying over and hiding. I'm hiding in my own freaking shower. That's no way to live.
1: Well how big is the shower? I mean it's not hard to hide, right? You just back away from the window.
0: I kinda move over and I have to hunch a little bit and it just, it, it I'm experiencing shame and I just don't I don't think that's healthy. What? I just think I need to
1: unapologetically stand there. Who is the, na- who is the neighbor? There. What, 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 what is the neighbor, the husband, the wife? The husband. I've seen the wife a couple of times. And what kind of
0: relationship do
1: you have with the neighbor? Otherwise,
0: um, we have friendly exchanges at the mailbox. They got two young kids that I sometimes yell at, tell them to be quiet. No, just kidding. I'm I'm friendly with the kids. And I'm like, when when they went on a vacation, they asked Christy to water their plants. Okay, they In, gave us a key to their right. house to do that. In the case. And they kept our mail when we went on vacation. Okay, so okay, and so you you have a friendly
1: neighborly relationship with them. Never this. had them over for dinner, or vice versa. Do you plan on having them over for dinner? Is there any is there any incentive to do that?
0: Mm, I think that it's a good idea. I'd like to say that we'd eventually have them over for dinner, but because, let's be honest, it will never happen.
1: Okay, uh, in the case of a. Of a natural disaster, let's say like the big one hits the city or something like that, yeah. and everybody is kind of holed up in their houses for an extended period of time.
0: I'm killing and eating them. Yes.
1: Uh, what kind of relationship do you want to have with them? Do you want to Do you want to be the leader of your of your street? Do you want to Do you want to be the meat again of your street? Uh, or do you want or do you want to submit to the authority of your neighbor? Um, well, in that situation.
0: They're both doctors. But I don't think that they're leadership potential. I think they're more like, they gotta okay. focus on. This is actually, on-
1: this is very good information because you've got two doctors that you need to do your bidding in the case of a, of a shutdown of your street. Yeah. You wanna establish yourself as the temporary sort of mayor of your little area. Yeah,
0: because I can't be the doctor. There's already two of them. All
1: right, then you need to be making full unapologetic eye contact with him
0: every morning that he backs up. So okay, I need to assert my dominance. Yeah. Just, then, I, just need to, I just need to assert my leadership.
1: Do not back away. Okay. Because it will pay dividends. Should I wave? Definitely not. Should I smile?
0: No. Just look. Do you know how to dominate? <laughs> you don't smile, you don't wave, you just stare. Cause I was wondering if I should just next time I see him by the mailbox, just bring it up. Listen, I know that you see me showering.
1: No, let it be your little secret that you then cash in and when you need it. In the apocalypse. You you would be absolutely, if you do this for another six weeks, you could get this
0: man to do anything. (laughs) Wow. You're weird. (laughs) I'm gonna do it. I'm going to stare him down, man. I'm not in my my uh, my hands are going to be up. I want him to know I'm kind of going with you here. I want him to know that I'm lathered up and then I'm showered. Like I That's a that good I'm touch. showered, like raise both hands. I would say shampooing shampoo, shampooing
1: while staring. Shampooing while staring. But don't look like you're enjoying the shampoo. Look like I'm shampooing but all I'm thinking about is the power I have over you. St- <laughs> <laughs> Stoic Leadership assertion. Yeah, this is not going to be easy. You know, I got a window in my shower too. <laughs> <I've> never, <laughs> really, yeah, I do. Do you open it? It's a small, opaque one, but it does it open? It opens enough to like get like the a shining looking through a doorway sort of amount of face. Okay, so from like this eyeball width. Um, but my neighbors. There's only one neighbor that I could see that way and they it's a side of their house that they literally never go to. It's like a little walkway on the side of the house and, there's, and they're never there.
0: If I stand really close to the nozzle of my shower and then look back to the right over my shoulder or turn around, I can get an angle into their house because they remodeled after me I should say and they put two French doors on that side of their house where there used to be nothing so now if they play their cards right, they can see me while in their house. But again, it's still from the shoulder, from the collarbone up. So I need, I, I need to try to stare at them in there too, huh?
1: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, here's another thing. Here's another reason that you need to do this because you don't want there to be like a Bathsheba situation with your wife.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They see her bathing. That's right.
0: They're gonna put me on the front lines of the war. <laughs> Right,
1: you 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 have to be like, I know that you can see my wife bathe,
0: from the from the chin up.
1: If King David had have known that Bathsheba's husband could have seen her bathe, he probably wouldn't just he he would have given her some tips before he left.
0: Well, listen. Well, why don't why don't we just assume the empower, empowerment that that's, that's uh, deserved here, and Christie should be staring too. She should also assert her dominance
1: she wanna be, okay, sure, yeah. Do you think she can do that? She thinks she's comfortable doing that?
0: She's, trust me, she's better than me at okay. staring and asserting dominance. Okay,
1: all right. Yeah, I think you could be, now you're basically saying that you will be a tag team. Oh yeah. Yeah, if that's what she wants, go for it.
0: Yeah, I need to ask her if she opens, I, I highly recommend having a, a window, I mean, especially if there's something to see, because when you're in the shower, well, it's just you, nice you, you know, to look out at the, at the, the scape the first house
1: that we looked at that we actually made an offer on before we ended up buying our our current house uh, one of my favorite features of it in spite of the fact that it needed a lot of work in order to be habitable by my wife's standards I think I, I think we I don't know if you ever went up there and looked at this but this was the one that was at the very very like last street, in the in, in in the in the mountains,
0: the whole backyard it seemed like it was teetering off the mountain. Like the whole back of the house was supported by stilts.
1: Yeah, and you could see it was one of those houses that you could just see forever. And the master bedroom had a shower that was outside and completely covered in glass. So it was you like You
0: mean covered, but it's not opaque glass.
1: No, it was clear glass, and you would you could you access it from your bathroom, but it was like walking out into like a Air lock pod that was completely glass and you and was out there and you could just see forever oh,
0: wow. but you could be seen
1: you could be seen if someone was down in like the other yard in a certain place, probably, but I also think that it had like curtains that could be like set up in there and so but yeah it was you were pretty exposed if you wanted to be because it was it was you know floor to ceiling glass wow. I was super excited about. that. You put an
0: offer on that house, and then you basically, then they changed their mind, didn't want to sell it, and you you put a you raised your price, and they you weren't a contract, right?
1: No, 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 not not with that house. That that that, the dude selling that house was not. He took it off the market. He had some issues because he was like selling it, but not really wanting to sell it. And so, even when we offered what he was asking, he didn't want to sell it. It was strange. We lowballed initially and I think he was insulted, but that's what you gotta do, you gotta stare to stare him down.
0: Well if you woulda highballed, then you could've been highballing from that shower. Yeah, I
1: know, I actually don't, I don't have any regrets for not, not getting that
0: house though, thinking about. Talk about the big one, that thing would've just tumbled down the hill, man. Yeah, right. Man, and you'd've been naked. You know what, come over, take a shower. I don't wanna take a shower in your shower. Just come over, take a shower. Yeah, I don't wanna do that. Two shower heads,
1: I don't big want, widescreen listen, window. I you don't want me staring the guy down, you you, you don't you, you don't want his allegiances to be divided.
0: <laughs> he's going to leave for work one morning. He's gonna be like, who is that? It'll be a good test because then it'll be like, um, Link. I just wanted to tell you there was a man in your shower. It's so like it'll be a good test. To see if he wants to come clean. Right. See how honest he is. Right. See if, if see he's where a whi- his allegiance lies. If he's a lies. whistleblower. All right. Never seen him with a whistle. Um, if he had a whistle, I would have to talk to him. It's like, I don't want a neighbor blowing a whistle. Right. It's quite annoying. Okay, well let's get into, uh,
1: let's move from the shower to the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as, as I suggest
0: doing on a regular basis. <laughs> Ear Biscuits is supported by Superfeet.
1: Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain? Well guess what, your feet don't
0: have to hurt. When you add the signature orthotic shape of Superfeet insoles to your shoes, you give your feet comfort and support where they need it most, helping redistribute forces to reduce stress and strain on your entire body, not just your feet.
1: Superfeet insoles are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. Since 1977, Superfeet has helped millions of people worldwide experience the life-changing magic of comfy, pain-free feet.
0: Superfeet insoles upgrade the fit, feel, and function of your footwear to help you feel your best. The signature orthotic shape of Superfeet gives your feet the right type of support where you need it most. Physicians not only recommend Superfeet to their patients, they
1: wear Superfeet insoles in their own shoes. Superfeet is the number one doctor worn and recommended insole.
0: Superfeet has thousands of five-star reviews and is the insole of choice for top athletes on the field, on the ice, and on the slopes, and everywhere in between.
1: Superfeet has a wide range of insoles for every activity, every shoe and every foot. From cushioned and flexible to firm and supportive, you can dial in your fit by taking their quick online quiz. We took the quiz, we've got our Mm -hmm. our insoles coming, they're on their way. You just answer a few short questions and Superfeet will
0: recommend the best insole choice for you. For a limited time, Superfeet is having its biggest sale of the year. Go to superfeet.com to save 25% off site-wide and get free shipping. Hurry, sale pricing ends June 5th. So we were answering um a question submitted to us a few a handful of episodes back that a wife sprung on a husband that all of a sudden she was just going to sleep on the other side of the bed and we wigged out over that and talked about it if you haven't listened to it you can go back and listen to that one but basically at the end of that we were we discussed how we've both always slept on one side of the bed um and we, we went on a rampage about is that the left or the right side or whatever, but the long and short of it is we ended up saying, what if we switch, what would happen? What would it feel like, you know? We concluded, I believe, if my memory serves me correctly, that mixing it up in the bedroom is, is, uh, seems like a great idea, so we should try it, and then you know, days went by, weeks went by, and I, I really wasn't motivated to do it. Wasn't motivated to bring it up with Christy or to, as, our, as I said in that Ear Biscuit, just surprise her by being on her side of the bit. I Cause I've just felt like it can't be good. But then I just, to, I, I just started to think about all of the listeners out there, Rhett. And they're just, you know, they want us to be true to our word. They want us to have follow through. They want us to have backbone. You know, if we say we're going to try something and we got temporarily, if not prematurely, excited about it, we need to follow through. You know, we don't need to be those guys who just talk out of their buttholes and then don't and don't really mean anything. We got to be people who put action to our words and follow through to our beginnings.
1: Personal pep talk.
0: Yeah, exactly. Until yesterday, when I was like you know what you started talking about sleeping in some whatever you what you're going to get into that I don't want to steal your thunder and I was like well you know what if you want to talk about that we we can't talk about sleeping if we don't follow through with We're, sleeping on the other side of the bed so let's do it right so we both did it last night I got home last night and I was like I'm not going to do this and then I was like I I texted you I was like don't forget to sleep on the other side of the bed Sweet dreams. Well, the
1: reason I didn't want to do it is because I I knew that it would be. It isn't like the kind of thing that your wife is going to be like enthusiastically receiving. Like it, you know. I said, "Hey, yeah. um, oh, by the way, tonight we need to sleep on opposite sides of the bed." And she was like, "Why?" Wow. I was like, "For the podcast." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just like, do I? Re- I mean, do I really have to explain this? <laughs> it's like you know,
0: like, it's just like, just 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 do it. <laughs> <laughs> you see you said all that to her? Uh no. I you mean, felt that way. I was feeling that and way. And what did she say when you said for the podcast?
1: Well Well what she she kind of shook her head, first of all. <laughs> and then um as we were getting ready to go to uh, she came into the to the uh bedroom and I was already on her side of the bed. Oh,
0: you did what I said I was gonna do.
1: Wearing the contraption that I will show you in a second. Oh god. <laughs> and <laughs> Uh, like I was like in the zone. I was. I had my iPad. I was reading a book on my iPad. You were nest. You were snuggled up. And she was like, "Oh, okay." And and also, I was, you know, I didn't know. Okay, what should I do about charging my phone? Because I get over to her side of the bed and like she's got a charging cable, but like the end of the uh, the cable to the phone is like completely broken off. It's just like it's just a t- cable that just goes to nothing. <laughs> It's like, I was you like need, whoa! It's different over here. It's
0: like you need to call an electrician.
1: Well, yeah. Do you, how do you do this? Do you, do you wire it directly to the <laughs> inside of the phone? But she was like, "Oh yeah, that happened last night. My phone <laughs> dropped off the table and it it broke off the piece, and then I had to get it out of my phone."
0: Well, she should be happy to I get your like, side. Wow, of it. This
1: is a, so I just took, well I just took my cord from my side and used it on her side, and she was like, uh, "And then we couldn't find another cord." <laughs> and so then she was like, "I'll just charge it in the morning." <laughs> now, but then last time I saw Jesse, she was asking me if she could charge her phone. Right? She always needs to charge. She's one of those people. And uh, she, uh, she, I said, uh, "Could you please?" She's
0: a ten percenter, man.
1: I was like, "Could you please turn on the noise machine?" Because the noise machine, the the you didn't move that. I didn't move that. No, everything else is the same. The noise machine. I, you know, it's the thing I talked about when we were profiled by the Wall Street Journal. It's that. <laughs> It's like a pretty large. I can't even remember the name of it. It's too
0: big to move. No, I mean you got it. It's got a droid. It's got an adapter and stuff. Star Wars. I would have to
1: like. I have a lot of things plugged in on my side, and so she turned it on and like I was like, it's the left left button, you know. But the first thing that she said was, she was like, oh. Because it brought about, it brought. She listened to the podcast all about sleeping on the different sides of the bed, mm-hmm. and of course, we talked about the conversation that we had when I realized that it wasn't the right. You're or the putting left. her in harm's way. I, as a you know, traditionally was sleeping the furthest away from the door, and so that is putting her in between, yeah, and putting her in harm's way. And so she was like, "Oh, I feel so safe over here." <laughs> she's taunting you. Yeah, she's like, "I feel so safe," and also, it seems like if one of our children has an issue at night, maybe (laughs) you'll be the one to go and see about it, because you're closer. (laughs) She made me feel real bad. Good. But I'll tell you, I, I wanna hear how you got into it before I talk about what my night of sleep actually
0: involved. Yeah, I was like, Christy, tonight's the night, baby. We're gonna sleep on other sides of the bed. And she was like, oh no, do we have to? I was like, I don't want to either.
1: So you, so interesting, both of you, because of the nature of your personalities, were actually worried that it was going to change something fundamental about your night of sleep. Yeah. Whereas me and Jesse were like, all right, she's gonna give me a hard time about how close I am to the action. Yeah. But neither of
0: us were worried about it changing the quality of sleep. I had to, so yeah, I, we have the same charging thing, which you just put your phone. You need to get Jesse one of those things. You put, it's a that disc that you just put your phone down on yeah, it yeah. and charges.
1: it. I, well, I have one of those on my side. Oh, that, that yeah, actually, you got one for yourself. It, it it well no, and I got her one for um, let's say Mother's birthday Day or something, and uh, it was Mother's Day, and her her case is so thick that it's like unreliable mm. to, to use a wireless charger. But so I, I do have
0: one. Of those. I didn't have to switch that. I just got had to make sure my water bottle and my lip balm was on her side, so I'm a minimalist, I guess. I mean, it's a lot of water though; it's a big bottle.
1: Minimalist? I, uh, it's probably not true. A man who? No, a man who has a liter of water, oh, uh, has lip have, balm. Uh, yes, that's you're a maximalist.
0: <laughs> so I, you know, I moved everything over, and um, I'm getting into bed. She's getting into bed, and she's she's doing a little reading, and I'm like, I'm. I'm like, oh, it kind of, you know, I'm like, wow, this, it kind of feels like we're on vacation. Even though we established that even on vacation, we sleep on our normal sides of the bed, that's, it did feel like vacation to me, so I kind of got excited. I was like, whoa, this is fresh. And your divot's not as deep as my divot. That's kind of fresh too. You could, you notice that? Yeah, like we we have, and our mattress I have a little she has a little divot I got a I got a deeper divot you need to rotate your mattress that's true come over and do that when you're uh okay when you're showering okay checking out my window um yeah so the, all of a sudden I got excited I'm like man this is this be like turning over a new leaf and then uh, of course Jade is in the bed and she sleeps in between us but she sleeps in a certain very specific way. She like me and Christy are is very very routine oriented. And I noticed she was like she was not curling up and laying down or getting under the covers and burrowing one of her, the two options that she always does. She was just sitting there looking at me totally confused. Yeah. Which actually made me feel good. I'm like, okay, this matters this matters to her too. This is weird. Um so I I had to like grab her and put her under the covers and like say, "Okay, everything's going to be okay. We're just on the other side." And um that was the extent of it. Like Christy Christy apparently didn't think it was that big of a deal because once we got in the bed, there wasn't much discussion about it. I was actually pretty sleepy, so um I went to sleep. Now, you want to talk about the quality of sleep. Well, before you get into that, because
1: Barbara, my experience with Barbara was that Barbara tends to sleep uh, in, in between us or on the other side of Jesse, but closer to Jesse. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as I love Barbara and Barbara loves me, I think Barbara prefers to sleep next to Jesse. And so. I noticed that Barbara was sleeping she she was sleeping on on Jesse's side, which I was sleeping in, that side of the bed. So like this is like it doesn't I mean, Barbara's not super consistent, Sometimes she'll sometimes she'll just be like next to the bed on the floor. Like, why are you down there? I don't know. <laughs> um but most of the time she's in the bed and she was like kinda up against my leg most of the night. Which So was, she was favoring
0: nice. Jesse's side. But
1: she but yeah, but she kinda was like, I guess this is what I usually do, so uh, even though they're in a different spot, there was a, there was a confused look at first, but then it was like, I'll just go to where I usually go, I'm not really gonna think about this
0: too much. I kept waking up in the night, and here's the thing that I noticed. I think I frequently wake up, like if I change positions, for I wake up a little bit for reasons that I'll get into when you talk about your apparatus. But the thing that I noticed was I last night I would wake up a lot more than how the level to which I normally wake up. So, it was probably five I feel like five times during the night I would I would be jostled or I would find myself waking up and I'd have to wake up a little bit more cuz I'd be disoriented. I experienced <sighs> disorientation because there's like there's a drop off on the wrong side. Mm. Okay, yeah. 'Cause I told the kids we were gonna do it and Lincoln was like, Well if I slept on the other side of the bed, he sleeps alone, but apparently he sleeps on one side. I think he sleeps on the far side. So he was like, If I slept on the other side, I think I would fall off the bed. <laughs> I doubt I doubt he would. But I don't know, maybe he would. I've almost fallen off my bed as a grown ass man a few times in my current house.
1: Yeah, I sleep like, way too late for that. Like to happen.
0: something something about Rolling over and being like deep in a dream or something, like I've I've woken up like catching myself with my hand on the floor, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but I haven't totally fallen off. You need a but, rail. I can
1: install a rail when I'm over there.
0: Okay, good. We need to make a list, yes. like a little handyman list to do. Um, so I would just wake I would wake up more than normal because I was trying to figure out where I was, and that happened a lot. And then so by the morning I just kind of felt like. I, f- I felt like I, it compromised my my sleep. What was your experience? Well, uh, let me let me show you what I'm gonna. I mean, for those of you who
1: are listening, uh, Link can just describe what this thing looks like.
0: Okay, so you've got a black belt that has blue balls on it. One, two. There's, a, there's, how many balls are on that thing? Two or three? Three. Th- there's three balls that are. They look like they're like shiny, like a. Like a like a handball, and they're bigger than a tennis ball, and they're they're spaced apart. They look like they can slide on this belt. So, Rhett's putting on this black belt with blue balls on it. I hope it's called blue balls. The way
1: you say blue balls is
0: okay. He now has it on. He's seating himself back in his chair.
1: Okay, so I don't. I should probably know the name of this belt, but if you just go to Amazon. I'm not. It's not an endorsement or a sponsor, so I'm not even going to tell you the name of it. But if you just put sleep, I think it's called the sleep positioning belt, but it's some 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 brand. Um, I actually started to blue ball belt. So again, the uh,
0: that would be a better name. Oh, the balls are hard. That is, there's no give to those. That's not a ball at all. It's just plastic in the shape of a sphere. Yeah. Well, let me tell you why. So. The whole
1: idea of this thing is that it has these, now this is pretty cool. These balls, each one of them, if you turn it like this, it slides freely and then you can lock it into place and it stays in place. Oh, okay. So you can, the whole idea of this thing is for people who are trying to train themselves to sleep in a certain position because uh, let's say and I think the two positions that people train themselves to sleep in are one on their side. So in that case, you would take these three balls and then you would loosen them, you would move them together, mm-hmm. and then you would put it all on your back. So this is for pe- for people with sleep apnea or people with snoring problems and or their aggravating partners that they sleep with. So if you slept on your back, you'd have three plastic hard plastic balls. If they weren't pressing hard plastic balls into your back. Now, I did see a couple people on the Amazon reviews talk about how they ended up still sleeping on their back and it, and they woke up in pain. Kind of like when you went skiing all day with that thing in your shoe. Right. Now, while I am I am prone to going skiing with a contraption in my shoe. I sleep this is that would be for people that you might do this. You're a deep sleeper. So maybe people who are really deep sleepers could accidentally Move and still not be woke, awakened by the discomfort. I, on the other hand, awake immediately. Mm -hmm. So, but so what I do is the way that I had it oriented a second ago is because I'm trying to train myself to sleep on my back because I currently sleep on my side, kind of in the fetal position, which by the way, we'll get into this in a second, is the most popular position, not just on your side, but on your side, kind of curled up. 41% Forty-one percent of all people sleep that way, and that's the majority. That's the majority by far. Uh, only eight percent of the population sleeps on their back. That's wow. kind of crazy. Eight percent. Yeah, uh,
0: according to sleep.org, you know. Okay. Um, so, so you wanna sleep on your back? Well,
1: let me, well. So you're
0: moving, you Let putting, me explain why I wanna sleep on my back. But you're putting a ball on your left hip, a ball on your right hip, and a ball on your belly
1: button. Right, so the ball on the belly button is redundant. It's not, I mean, I'm not gonna go all the way onto my belly. This is so that instead of like putting like a wedge pillow on each side of you, which is another way to train yourself, I just wear this belt, and the moment that I start to roll over to get more comfortable, because that's the way I like to sleep, I hit this ball and I either in, kind of in, in a light sleep, kind of just quit trying or I wake up and realize that I just tried to go onto my side. Mm-hmm. Not a real pleasant way to sleep, by the way, because. You keep waking up. I keep waking up. So I've been doing this for the past like three nights, but last night was the worst night. In fact, last night at about, I'd say 3 a.m., I took the belt off. Oh, you gave up. And just got on my side because you I de-belted. was Because like, I was like, I need sleep. I also thought that I was going to go to the gym. My alarm was set for like five fifty. You
0: released the blue balls, Uh, but then I did. I didn't end up going. So, but let me. uh, This is why I'm doing this. This is not a very control. I mean, for our test of switching sides of the bed, it's not a really good control because like you're adding this whole blue belt situation. I but I, I personally can safely say
1: that even my my experience in sleeping closer to the door at no point did i feel an uh, an increased level of anxiety it isn't like i was like oh now i'm in the i am in harm's way it, it it's it's ve- it was a subconscious thing that i was doing when i was choosing the side of the bed it wasn't a conscious decision I know. And but so, so, so what, what, then what, in practice, I realized that my subconscious decision w- w- was unnecessary. Like I didn't But you weren't feel disoriented by having the drop off on the wrong side? No, because like I said, I sleep on both sides of the bed on vacation. I don't. We don't have a side of the bed on vacation. Okay. And I've also slept on the right side of the bed, the left side of the bed. Uh, like I slept on the left side
0: of the bed in my last house. Now I sleep on the right side of the bed because but, the door. Okay, yeah, I remember. But last night, you're saying that you had the worst night's sleep you've had since starting to wear the blue belt. So that tells me that it it, it, it could have been a contributing I factor. can't tell you that it wasn't. I can't tell you that it wasn't, but, I, but to
1: me, it was, I had an anxiety about getting, up this is the first night that I've done it where I had to, I was thinking about getting up and going to the gym and I just, I don't know, it just, I, it translated into you're not getting good sleep, you're not getting good sleep, you're gonna be tired, you're, you're not, you need to get on your back, you need to get on your side so you can actually get, that was the kind of anxiety.
0: Yeah, but, if, if, I, if, if I know that, if I need to work myself up to get some gumption to go to the gym and I set my alarm, sometimes I'll wake up like two hours beforehand and then one hour beforehand. Something subconsciously it kinda keys me up so it's as if I were gonna miss my alarm or like not actually go. But I ain't wearing those balls. Well, you, maybe you need to be. Okay, so so you wanted to sleep on your back. The reason I wanted to sleep
1: on my back is because most of the most of the science shows that it is the healthiest position for your back, your shoulders and your hips and I have issues of varying degrees with all three of those things, right? So Straight from sleep.org, I'm just gonna read it. Though it's not the most popular position, only 8% of people sleep on their backs is still the best. By far the healthiest option for most people, sleeping on your back allows your head, neck, and spine to rest in a neutral position. This means that there's no extra pressure on those areas so you're less likely to experience pain. Sleeping facing the ceiling is also ideal for warding off acid reflux, which is something I've had a little bit of problem with too. Just be sure to use a pillow that elevates and supports your head enough. You want your stomach to be below your esophagus to prevent food or acid from coming up your digestive tract. Ew. However, snoozing on your back can cause the tongue to block the breathing tube, making it a, dang- a dangerous position for those who suffer from sleep apnea, a condition that causes periods of breathlessness. Ah. This position can also make snoring more severe. Now, a lot of people have also said that it's better for wrinkles. Uh, not that that's necessarily a motivation for me, but hey, hey I want to be I want to be as long, young as I wanna be as long,
0: as young as long as I can. You sleep on your back helps with wrinkles? It seems like it, w- it stretches your face. Well, oh, two, on your side. It smooshes your face yeah, on your side. This
1: position on your side where your torso and legs are relatively straight as opposed to the fetal position, Also helps reduce acid reflux and since your spine is elongated, it wards off back and neck pain. Plus, you're less likely to snore in this snooze posture because it keeps airways open. For that reason, it's also the best choice for those with sleep apnea. 15% of adults choose to sleep on their side but there's one downside, it can lead to wrinkles because half of your face pushes against a pillow. And then you're up to the 41% of adults which is the fetal position. Uh, is the most popular sleep position. A loose fetal position where you're on your side and your torso is hunched and your knees are bent, especially on your left side, is great. If you're pregnant, I I think it has something to do with what organs are on what side and where the baby is and what it's pressing on and that's why you should be on your left side. That's because it improves circulation in your body and in the fetus and it prevents your uterus from pressing against your liver. Oh yeah, I should have read ahead. Prevents your uterus from pressing against your liver which is on your right side. This pose is also good for snorers but resting in a fetal position that's curled up too tightly can restrict breathing in your diaphragm and it can leave you feeling a bit sore in the morning particularly if you have arthritis in your joints or back which I have both of those things. Prevent these woes by straightening out out your body as much as you can instead of tucking your chin into your chest and pulling your knees up high. You can also reduce strain on your hips by placing a pillow between your knees. And then of course the most unpopular And final position is sleeping on your stomach, which is what my dad does. While this is good for easing snoring, it's bad for practically everything else. Seven percent of adults pick this pose, but it can lead to back and neck pain since it's hard to keep your spine in a neutral position. Plus stomach uh, sleepers put pressure on their muscles and joints, possibly leading to numbness, tingling, aches, and irritated nerves.
0: Oh yeah, so if, I mean, I have this long-standing experience of waking up on my stomach <clears throat> and I would, I would have been sleeping on my arm and then I'll wake up and I cannot feel it. Yeah. And like I'll shake it and it'll it, it would be so bad, it won't even have the tingles.
1: And you think, oh no, I've done it. I, it's gonna have to be amputated.
0: Yeah, which we wrote about in that song, Have You Ever. I, I would grab my arm, my dead arm with my alive hand on the other arm and put my finger up to my mouth and bite it, I've done that. Just to see if I could even feel biting my own finger, yeah, and it would just be a very numb-burning sensation. And there are, have been a few times when I've woken up and I both of my arms are completely dead. Like I've, I was sleeping on both of them. <laughs> like that, you that's talk, never happened. Talk yet. about a weird position, a weird sensation, man. You're waking up and you just got you just, you're floppy at the shoulders. Like that is scary. And you know when you you shake to try to get them to wake back up, like if your foot falls asleep, it's a lot worse if it's from your like shoulder all the way down. It hurts. Yeah, as the blood comes the, back, you yeah, had to get the life to come back into that thing. Um, I don't have that problem anymore because I I just I very very rarely make it to my stomach because of the problems that I've had with my shoulders. Right, but um, you, but you find sleeping on your side or what? What do you normally sleep on your? You start off on your back. On my back. You stay on your back usually. Now, now I'm very broad-shouldered, you know. So it's like for me to sleep on my side, it's like my shoulders have to collapse on themselves because it's, it's, it's the it's like it just feels unusually wide. Like right here, you see that mm-hmm. the broadness just like it wants to collapse on itself when I'm on my side. But the problem that I had, I, I think I've told this story. Uh, A a number of years back, I started to get extreme pain and like inside of my shoulder and the doctor and the physical therapist ended up saying, well, they were like, how do you sleep? And I was like, I sleep on my right side, spooning my wife with my right arm uh, used as a pillow with my elbow bent. So it's like my bicep is against my right ear and then my hand is behind my neck and I, and sometimes i'll put my hand up and i'll grab the 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 head of the bed and just hold on and like just in case what and, some t- and i had this routine for a long time for when leverage? Like, as i was going to sleep i would tap a little song on the on the head of the bed that wasn't annoying to and anyone I would, else though and, and it would like put me to sleep I'm so, i know i'm weird <laughs> uh christy never once asked me why are you tapping this is like she had already lived with me so long she's like I'm not even going to ask. She quit why.
1: asking why <laughs>
0: a long time ago, quite 18 months in. Other, did, other than why did I do this? <laughs> <laughs> why God? Why does this continue? And I started. The physical therapist said that I ground down my bones started grinding against each other because they were constantly in like in this grinding fashion, like here at the tip of my my collarbone and my shoulder blade. Um. And they said it was irreparable damage, and that really rocked my world. They say you need to, you can't sleep on your side, and it was hurting so bad I could no longer do it. And so, and so I would stop. I started sleeping on my back, and and then if I rolled how over, how did
1: you train yourself to do that?
0: If I rolled over on my side, it would hurt. Yeah, and then if I rolled over on the other side, it wouldn't hurt, but I would. I was so afraid of doing the same thing to the other shoulder that subconsciously I would wake up whenever I'd roll on my side, like. I would wake myself up, so it was like I had blue balls in my brain. Yeah, waking that would wake uh, me up. You can relate to that. So, uh, that's I don't need. I don't need your belt. I got it in my brain. So now I'll wake up. I wake up on my side sometimes. I wake up throughout the night trying to sleep on my side, and I'll go back to my back. So, and last <sighs> night I woke up further because once I started to wake up, I'm like, "Where the hell am I?" Whose the, lamp is this? I'm in the same bed. The
1: There's
0: a drop side. off
1: over here. I, I don't know, I, I haven't given up on this, but last night was unpleasant and, and I conc- one of the things I concluded is I was like, I, you know, when I sleep on my side, now first of all, I favor my left side and, and the reason I've, I, actually I favor the side that faces away from my wife. And let me explain why. Again, I have this, I have, a, I have very high self-preservation instincts. And you know, my wife I've talked about this before that usually large people have learned how, to, like me, have learned how to not hit people. I don't step on people. I don't accidentally elbow people. You can hang out with me for an extended period of time and I'm never going to accidentally hurt you with anything. My wife is small, so she steps on people's feet. She also gets uncomfortably close. Because the stakes
0: are low, is that what you're saying? Yeah,
1: she also gets uncomfortably close and at times has hit me by accident with like an elbow or something, but I just, it gets close enough on a regular basis if she's like, if I'm really close to her and she's moving or something, I don't like to get hit in the face as a general rule. Yeah, So it's not a good time. I subconsciously face away from her, which, seems less romantic and I think she interprets it as less romantic but it's really just to protect myself. So I noticed last night once I took the blue balls off yeah. and I went to my side, I
0: was facing, I was on my right side but I also realized that. Right side meaning you were still facing away from her? Facing away. Okay, yeah. Now. because You're not favoring a side, you're just, you're protecting yourself. But. I do, especially you sleep in fear. Especially if I mean, we we have a California king
1: size bed, which California king is actually four inches narrower and four inches longer. So a king size bed is eighty by eighty. I went with a California king, which is eighty four inches long. Not like I needed those extra four inches, but I'm a, I'm a big man, and so I was willing to sacrifice the four inches of width. So seventy six. Now, um, what that does. What that means is that we still have a lot of space and if she's kinda in her position and she hasn't migrated, I will naturally sort of sleep on my right side but throughout the night, I will probably flip sides because you get, t- it's the same reason that people who are incapacitated in bed, they have to move them because you get bed sores. Even over the course of a night, if you don't move, certain things will start hurting a little bit. So what I noticed last night is that because I'm res- restricted and I can't move, I'm actually starting to get stiff, even my back, which I'm supposedly in a healthier position. Mm. I feel like, in fact my back is a little bit stiff today after having slept on my back. And maybe it's because I didn't have the right pillow and maybe I should have like, it wasn't until like halfway through the night that I started supporting my knees and like getting my legs up a little bit. I just don't know, it feels restrictive.
0: I think you just need Jesse to just kick you in the back throughout the night. Yeah, that could
1: help, but. I also prefer sleeping on my side because I often find myself in beds that are not long enough. Like if we go on tour, I can't lay on my back in that bunk bed, I'm too big. There's too much ret to -hmm. lay on your back unless I have my knees bent, which you can't sleep with your knees bent on your back. And so I sleep in the fetal position. Unless you're like a toddler. I sleep in the fetal position to fit in those bunks many hotels you go to or if you go to Airbnb. If they, don't, if, they have a, if they have a regular size bed, I'm probably going to be going off of it. You so, got a tough life, man. So I, I like to, I, I sleep on my side. So I just don't know if I should train my brain, like the problem with getting the blue balls into my brain is that then I will be trained to sleep on my back and then I'll be trying to do that in all my circumstances and I actually think it's going to be a problem in others when i when I have to get out of my routine of sleeping in my big bed, so I don't know what to do with these blue balls
0: well, second choice is straddle a pillow, put a pillow between your knees that that still helps with your back, right yeah well it do, yeah that's hips it, if no, I think it helps with both it It feels like yes, sleeping on my
1: side, but keeping my legs straight and not doing the fetal position. I mean my back is doing fine, it's not like I'm experiencing back problems that are so debilitating that I'm trying to sleep. It's just like, you know what? I'm getting older. I already have a predisposition to back problems. I've got a little hip thing, kind of like the same kind of hip thing that you do, or it like feels like it's getting caught. I have a shoulder thing as well. You're falling apart. And so it's like, maybe I should go ahead and, pre- and preempt this, but I just don't know what I'm gonna do. I, I feel like I'm at a crossroads. I'm a crossroads but I'm wearing a belt that's got blue balls on it.
0: I think you need to sleep on your back and not worry about the travel and the restrictions of other places because that's such the minority of how you sleep. You think I'll just naturally adjust in those situations. And yeah, it'll yeah, take don't, care of itself. don't let the tail wag the dog of, the, of your back. Now I've punched Christy in the face while sleeping multiple times. And there's many times that I wake up where I go to my right side and I put that elbow up because I still have that long standing and then I'll, but before I can correct myself, which I always do, she's, she's like fleeing. So if she were here, she'd be chiming in and saying like, I don't sleep good because I've been punched and I've been elbowed a lot and sometimes laughed at. Well, why didn't she move? And, and, because and I, she, she I've woken myself up this. laughing.
1: She tolerated this in a literal double bed for the majority, for like the over a decade, years. fifteen years of your marriage, she, uh, your wife needs like some sort of medal. Yeah. There should be some kind a of link.
0: Like, last medal, she, she lasted should, with Link. She should have some sort of like, you know, that's the, what I'm gonna get her for. So you talking about Mother, Mother's Day, maybe Christmas. I'm gonna get her a. You've lasted with Link. Maybe it should be an anniversary. There's
1: game. some kind of like service for people who've been through hard things.
0: I'm not good at consoling someone I've punched when I'm asleep and I'm just like, I'm kinda groggy, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I I'd hit you in the face. Won't happen again tonight. So that, yeah, there's a lot of, like I'll wake up with her hand pushing on my elbow. It's yeah. just like, you know, like some people have to roll over their snoring partner, like kinda log roll. She has to like push her the elbow away. So apparently I'm not on my back the entire time. Oh yeah, I'm
1: moving around a lot. I mean, I I, I, I don't. We need plexiglass. Well, I watched a movie one time and uh, it was about an Amish family and I don't know exactly why they did this but they had to put the boy and the girl in the same bedroom. It's not a documentary, it was a movie. And they, Put a board in between them. It was like a bed board. So, like when a man and a woman, a boy and a girl, needed to sleep in the same bed, but they didn't want them to mess with each other.
0: Well, they're not siblings, are they? No, they weren't
1: siblings. It was like, oh, your cousin from so and so is coming into town. He's got to sleep in this bed, so we're going to put this board up. Okay. But then those hands reached across that board. Oh yeah. It was. It wasn't that kind of movie, but it would. I think it just illustrated the. You know, you can't you can't stop the lustful intentions of teenagers with a piece of wood no pun intended
0: <laughs> i mean are we are we slowly creeping towards the old married couple sleeping in separate beds like my my grandparents slept on um like my mom's parents they slept on opposite in twin beds on opposite sides of the room well i could get into a lot of trouble by
1: giving my actual thoughts on this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do it. This will never happen in my house, I don't think, uh, because the idea of sleeping in separate beds is like so quintessentially unromantic in my wife's view.
0: Uh, Now I think, first of all. What if you made it technologically cool, like it's two twin beds that are they're smushed together, and then, you know, you push a button, and they they go on tracks to like opposite sides. That of their seems own. like overkill because you
1: don't need more than one bed to like one. You don't need a super wide bed to make love. I don't know how you make love, but typically I'm taking up the amount of space that one person takes up.
0: No, I you, use you know, I use all
1: available real all estate. It, but, you know, but. What I'm saying is that typically, you have to be in physical contact with each other. So you're only taking up so much space. True. I, I You don't need, I don't, I might use all four corners of the California king size bed, but it's just because it's there to be used. If the bed was cut in half, I could, there's still four corners. There's a lot to do.
0: <laughs> and,
1: and I don't think, like, I feel like the the thought is, if you sleep in a separate bed or even in a separate room like Jesse's grandmother did for a long time, for as long as I ever knew Gaga and and Papa, they were in separate rooms.
0: I bet that was snoring related.
1: Yeah, it it probably was. Um, I don't think it necessarily, okay, I could see how being in separate rooms would be a problem. And I could see how you could think that being in separate beds would lead to less overall physical contact and therefore less you know, intimacy. Maybe that's true. I don't think that it, that would be the case.
0: I don't think it would be the case either, because I don't. It doesn't happen by accident. It's not like you roll over and like, whoops, right? Look at what's happening.
1: Yeah. And so, because of that, I feel it's not going to happen. And I sleep fine, but I do. You know, I'm such a light sleeper that if my wife wakes up to go to the gym, I wake up. I, I, there's no, there's no world in which I don't wake up. And even with the noisemaker never going off, even if I put a sleep mask on, mm. I, I have this just like sensitivity
0: to being—I'd be a good like watchman. You so, know what I'm saying? So, in conclusion, what are you going to do? You going to stick with the balls, man? Give it, give it a, give it well, another week.
1: Yeah, I feel like I got to try it for a little bit longer. Um, sleep on your back.
0: You got to do it. Get your own bed. I feel like I just—I I, go I, all the way.
1: I'm going to go to the point where I'm without the balls able to sleep on my back and see if that if I if there's a noticed improvement
0: in like joint health I am not however going to sleep on Chrissys side of the bed anymore been there done that I did it for you I didn't learn that much um, but it's over
1: Jesse said d- did say I can get used to this when she when she we did it last night but I doubt that she'll be on my side of the bed when I get home tonight.
0: Right? Because why? Yeah. There's, she, there's
1: books to move.
0: She. There's books to move. There's yeah. there's chargers to the Yeah, I mean there are, <laughs> there's
1: drawers. Our drawers are so different.
0: Let's have a wreck. You gonna recommend something?
1: Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm going to recommend a television show that um, is for mm, a specific sense of humor, uh, I showed it to you, I made you watch two episodes, it's I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. It's a sketch show on Netflix.
0: I think you should leave. And it
1: is so dumb. <coughs> it is just such a dumb show and that's why I like it.
0: To make you feel smart? No, to make you feel it's dumb. not dumb and like, trashy
1: reality tv i'm saying that like it, it it's just stupid comedy you know it's just taking and well in in a sense it's smart in the way that they do it but it's just like a a large percentage of the population would watch it and be like this is just too stupid this is just too crazy for for my sensibility but i very rarely encounter something that's too stupid for me <laughs> so i highly recommend it and uh, the short episodes are like 15 minutes long. Uh, Apparently this guy was a, I think he was a writer uh, and maybe a very, very short-lived cast member on SNL. I think he's kind of from that world. Uh, But it is, and, and there's a bunch of like, you know, noticeable, recognizable celebrity comedian cameos in it and it's just really, really stupid.
0: Go for it. Hashtag Ear Biscuits. Let us know what you think. Where do you sleep and why? You rolling around? Did you try? Will you accept the challenge and let us know? Sleeping on the other side of the bed. And if you need a set of- Hashtag bl- Ear If you need a set of
1: blue balls, uh, depending on how my experiment goes, I might be selling some on Craigslist. We'll ha- talk at you next week. Hashtag blue balls.